You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, it is always game day in Buffalo, and unfortunately, it's the offseason in Buffalo, at least for the Buffalo Bills, Sal Capaccio. Matt Bove, welcome in. Matt, it is right now, we are recording here, 9.25 p.m. on a... Uh, what night is tonight? Tuesday night, right? Is it Tuesday night? Yeah. Is it Wednesday night? Tuesday. What is it today? Okay, Tuesday. Tuesday. Anyway, I lose track of time. Anyway, the point is, if I seem a bit edgy, I just watched Syracuse basketball lose a game they totally shouldn't have to Boston College. I was totally into it, and I, I'm passionate about Syracuse basketball. And now I'm just like edgy the rest of the night because I'm mad. I'm frustrated. You get like that sometimes, right? Maybe the Sabres or whoever. Um. Let's see. No, not really anything sports related anymore. Obviously, I get really anxious when I'm tied to the Bills or I guess in a lesser extent, the Sabres of not knowing what's going to. I don't like not knowing like a clear game plan of I was really on edge the last day of the regular season in Miami because I didn't know what the next couple days of my life looked like. And then obviously, once you get to the playoffs, that's the same thing. No, not edgy, though. There's nothing. I don't care about any sports teams enough at this point that I I think I would be edgy about a loss. Yeah, I'm edgy, so. I'm hoping not to be combative here in this next you know, 40 no. minutes. The good, the good, the good news for you is that if the basketball season doesn't go according to plan, you'll have <laughs> the football season with the greatest quarterback in the world leading the Syracuse Orange next year. Who's that? I don't know. That guy who I said, why is it a big deal that he's coming? That We had oh. that weird debate on the podcast. I don't no, even well, know it was his the- name. Oh, 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 you mean the, the kid from Ohio State? Yeah, I forgot his name already. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how good is I'm he? Cool. You don't even remember cool. his name. <laughs> no, it's, I'm, yeah, I know, right? I'm thinking about it. Wait a minute. Because there was um, there were some other people and names and things, and I was thinking about the head coach. And Brandon Brown. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about the, the loss, the basketball loss. But we're going to turn the page and talk is about Buffalo basketball. Go, yeah, John Scott's, John Scott's like- a big fan. Go ahead. Basketball teams okay this year. Syracuse basketball, they're good. No, well, like they're they're they live the bubble life again, right? It's like they're gonna make it or not make it. They're on the outside looking in, but they've done some nice things. 
then uh-huh. they go to BC and lose to a bad Boston College team. And, oh, here we go again, right? I mean, it just stinks. So yeah, Bonaventure, Bonaventure had a nice win tonight. They were down like yes. 20 or something at the half or right before the half, and then they came back and won. So that's, I guess, a little bit of big four basketball that is going well. <laughs> I guess so. And by the way, yeah, that's right. Mark Schmidt always does a great job. Doesn't matter what kind of kind of team he has. All right. So some big news on the Bills coaching front, you know, over the last several days that we got to get to, we haven't touched on yet. Let's start with the biggest of news, I would say, and that is Bobby Babich is the new defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. That's not to take away anything from Joe Brady, offensive coordinator, but it was a position he was already in, essentially. This now for Bobby Babich is an elevation from linebackers coach. We have two big questions that need to be answered. One we're probably just curious about the other will majorly impact the Buffalo bills. So let's start with that one. We don't know yet if he's going to call plays or not. Is this just him being elevated in title, Matt? Is this him going to call plays? We haven't heard anything from the organization yet about that. What do you expect to happen? When do we expect to find out to you? I I don't think we'll find out until the combine probably mm-hmm. unless there's some sort of interview that happens prior to that with either McDermott or with Babbage himself. I don't know. I wish I had a better answer here to say like, oh, I think this is going to be what happens and here's why. I could see it going both ways, Me too. which to me tells me maybe there's something where they meet in the middle. Maybe Sean is the primary play caller, but there are times when Babbage does it and this is part of a transition period for him to eventually take over the full-time play calling duties. The thing with me is I like the idea of the Babbage hire because I like that you're keeping that guy within your organization. I also think that he has proven that he can get the most out of his players. And that's, you know, like number one, two, and three, the most important things as far as a football coach is concerned. I also like that it doesn't let him leave, especially to go to a competitor. If he was interviewing for the Miami Dolphins job for the defensive coordinator or the Giants or the Packers, like it was reported out there. So I think there's a lot of different things to it. He's also, I like the youth movement with the team. We'll talk about Joe Brady later. I like that now it's not Sean McDermott surrounding himself with Rick Dennison and Leslie Frazier. It's Sean McDermott as the veteran coach with Joe Brady and Bobby Babbage. So I, I like a lot of the different aspects to it, and it re- that won't change if he's the play caller or if he isn't the play caller, because to me, at the end of the day, that's not... It's a big deal, but it's not something that sways my opinion on the move. Because it's Sean McDermott's defense anyway, right? I mean... Yeah, exactly. And he'll, he'll kind of be overseeing it, even if he's not directly calling the plays. I could even see... I could see this. I don't know if this is going to happen. Just kind of put it out there. I could see McDermott saying, look, I'm going to call plays, but I have no problem transitioning to Bobby calling plays at some point, and we're going to work through that. I think that could happen as well. Um, I could see some sort of hybrid situation, not meaning like every other game, but maybe Sean feels, hey, I'm going to be the play caller until I'm comfortable with Bobby doing it. He's good with that setup, and he's going to kind of transition into that role at some point. We just don't know when that's going to be. And I say that because let's remember what McDermott said last year when he took on the D.C. role, essentially, even though it wasn't by official title, he was the defensive coordinator. He said going into OTAs, he told us, Matt, hey, I have no problem handing this off if I feel that it's too much for me. I will do that. And I think this could be the same kind of situation where maybe he feels, hey, let's go into the season. Let's start OTAs, minicamp. Let's do it this way. And at some point, if he feels, you know what, Bobby's going to be really good at this and he can handle it. I can give give the play calling duties on Sunday to him. The only reason that I think maybe Babbage ends up calling the plays is because even though it's a promotion and I'm sure it's obviously a step up for him in his coaching career, it's probably more money. It's probably all of those different things. I wonder if he was actually a serious candidate with any of those other teams, why he would have taken this job 
if yeah. he's not calling plays. So that's, to me, the thing in the back of my head that keeps telling me, well, maybe he is calling plays. Maybe Sean McDermott is going to kind of hand the keys to the car over to him mm-hmm. and say, all right, dude, this is now your show. I'll be here to help you with whatever you need, and I can kind of help you, guide you in the right direction, but we're going to learn on the fly here. So uh, I, I just don't know, and, and I don't know if we'll ever really know until the season gets here because they'll probably tell us when we talk to them at the Combine that they're looking into what's best for the team and that it's a very fluid situation. Yeah, and I agree with you that that's very well possible that maybe he was going to get an offer from one of these teams, and he said, look, I need to you know, do this. What I would say, though, is I don't think the Bills should make a move simply for that reason. I think you have to be convinced that he's going to be good at it and that Sean McDermott mm-hmm. feels comfortable doing it. That's, I don't yeah. think, you know, if, if, if let's just say the Dolphins said, you know what, we're about to make you an offer to be our defensive coordinator and play caller. The Bills obviously don't want to lose Bobby Babbage. He's an excellent coach. I mean, look at the resume, right? And just so people know, I mean, two all-pros at safety in Hyde and Poyer one year. He goes then to linebackers. He gets an all-pro in Matt Milano working under him. Then he has Tremaine Edmonds having his best season and gets paid. And then we all know what happened with Terrell Bernard. You don't want to lose a guy like that out of your building. But mm-hmm. I also think you don't just elevate him to a spot if you're not comfortable with him just because you might lose him, if that makes sense. No, for sure. He got this job because of his resume and because yep. of the way his team responds to him. They love that guy in the locker room. That's why he got the job. The added bonus to the job is that you're keeping him away from other teams that are trying to get him. But the re- that should not have been a factor in the decision. It's just a, oh, and by the way, Miami doesn't get this really bright, young, defensive-minded coach who we think could be a real star in this league. And, and knows our system, right? And knows Buffalo's yeah. system. If it goes to Miami, that's twice mm-hmm. a year. you got to face one of your disciples, but essentially, who knows your system inside and out. And just for a little bit more background for people, I'm sure a lot of people know Bob Babich, his dad, was a the Bills linebackers coach until Bobby took over. Bob Babich, senior, he was the defensive coordinator of the Bears team that went to the Super Bowl back in the mid-2000s. This guy was so well-respected by Brian freaking Erlocker that Erlocker asked him to present him to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This is the kind of bloodlines we're talking about here and the lineage we're talking about for a guy like Bobby Babich. I think he is a he's a football lifer. He started his coaching career as a grad assistant at Kent State. He's very young. He's I think he's only 40 right now, right? And he's no, been he's in the 30, league. He's 37. 37, thank you. I mean, he's been in the league yeah. for quite a while. I mean, this is a guy that's really put some or, time in. Me. You're right. He's he's 40. I'm sorry. He's 40. Okay. I'm sorry. He's so he 40. is 40. Okay. Yeah. Either way. But this is a guy, too, that we already saw, like Tyrell Dodson posted, hey, this is the best coach I've ever played for. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, well, I mean, when you've got players who are saying that, and obviously if Tyrell Dodson saying that, I've had Matt Milano say on multiple occasions, give praise to Bobby Babbage. Yep. Obviously the safeties, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, have been very adamant about Bobby Babbage and what he has meant to them over the course of their careers. That's another layer too. It's not the most important layer, but he's a very liked guy in the locker room. 
I think Joe Brady was too. And I think that obviously the sample size with Joe Brady is a lot smaller than it was for Bobby Babbage because of a couple different things. One, longevity. And two, because he's been at multiple positions and not just quarterback and then eventually offensive coordinator. So I think that this is going to be a move that is very well responded to within that organization and that people should be excited about. I, I think that it is cool to see them kind of start to use these young, fresh, exciting coaching candidates as opposed to these. I understand the argument of, especially in the offensive side, well, there's other guys out there. There's guys with more experience. Why are you just promoting from within if it hasn't led you to success? I still think that this has changed, and I still think that there's positive upside with both of these moves. Yeah, for sure. And I read in a tweet, and I'm going to actually um, give the credit to the person who tweeted this because they tweeted at me. The Bills, actually, their coordinator's combined age uh-huh. is the second youngest in the league for their two coordinators' combined age. How about that? That's yeah. pretty amazing. Next to only the Arizona Cardinals. Let's remember when Sean McDermott came into the Bills in 2017, it was, as you mentioned earlier, Rick Tennyson <coughs> excuse me, was 58 at the time, and Leslie Frazier was 57 at the time. Now, at that time, McDermott's coming in. He doesn't. You know, he's got to piece together a staff. It's his first year. After his, in his second year, he kind of started to get more of the people that he wanted in. But you're right. It's a mm-hmm. kind of a change in the philosophy and the the you know, what the makeup is of the coaching staff and who's making decisions. And let's stay on the defensive side real quick before we get to the offense and Joe Brady. Eric Washington leaves, defensive yeah. line coach, assistant head coach, goes to the Chicago Bears. Good for Eric Washington. I think he's a very good teacher. I love watching him coach. I always wander over to the defensive line area where he's coaching and teaching. And he always, to me, was a guy who was very well-respected as a teacher. I enjoyed watching that. But I want to put to bed the notion of, this is a lateral move just because he's not calling plays. Look, I mean, this is the next step. Just like Bobby Babich, the next step for anybody who wants to be a head coach is to go from a position coach to a coordinator. The assistant head coach title can really go to almost anybody on staff. It's somebody who just knows kind of how the, the ship is run. If the head coach isn't there, they can kind of take over duties for a day or whatever it is. But this is not a lateral move. This is a move for Eric Washington to try to become a head coach in the league. This will be his own unit to run, even though he's not calling plays and good for him. And that's why, you know, a guy like that takes a job like that. Yeah, no, I think so too. I think this goes back to the last episode where we were talking about kind of who would be next up in the hierarchy. Is it Eric Washington? Is it Bobby Babbage? Well, it turns out we were basically both right because the bills promoted Bobby Babbage and Eric Washington went out to get his own defensive coordinator job. Even if he's not going to be calling the plays there, I don't know if there's anybody who's next in line to be. Honestly, we don't even know if Matthew Smiley is going to be on this coaching staff or not, but he would have been the person who immediately came to mind as the next in line to be the assistant head coach. But yeah, no, I I just think that it's kind of what we expected, right? I thought that Bobby Babbage would get the job and Eric Washington would stay. I didn't know that he was going to get a defensive coordinator job. But at the end of the day, I like the Bills coaching staff better now than I think I did when their season ended, which is a good sign. By the way, it was Colton Pankowitz who sent me that. And he also actually wrote that Babbage was 37, which is maybe where you got it from, from that stat. But it still didn't change the stat that they're the second youngest coordinator duo in the league, which is really good. Also, on this whole note, I, I... can I be snarky for a second? Can I do? I told you I was a little on edge, right? Can I be snarky for a second? Not with you. I, just think, in, yeah. I think you're going to say the same snarky comment that I was going to say. The exact same snarky comment. Can we, uh, doesn't this, I mean, can we stop with the, oh, everybody leaves McDermott. Uh, the lateral move. All these people are rushing out of the building. 
Mm-hmm. Bobby Babbage is staying. He's a good young mind. You know who else has stayed for a long time? Kelly Skipper, Rob Boris, John Butler. The list goes on. The Buffalo Bills, their coaching staff has the same amount of, of attrition, I would guess, than almost any coaching staff in the league. And when you're successful, people leave and they go and get promotions. And sometimes other people go because they just want different opportunities. Or maybe they do have some sort of personality clash with the head coach. That can happen too. But you know what? How about all the people that actually stayed with Sean McDermott for the last six or seven years? Yeah, I was going to say, I think that it's really a good sign for the Bills and for Sean McDermott that their two probably youngest, brightest coaches that they had on their staff were the two guys who they were able to retain. Now they promoted both of them, but I think they've both earned promotions, especially Bobby Babbage for the time that he has put in. He has really done a lot with the positions that he's coached. And for Joe Brady, it's kind of a no-brainer after the interim stuff just because of the Bills offense, even though I think people have that lasting impression. The last game is the one that everybody remembers members but my goodness look at the lat i'm not this has been something that i think has been said by a lot of people on social media i am not saying the season is successful because the ravens lost and i'm comparing the bills to the ravens i'm just saying i think the chiefs defense is really freaking good and the bills were able to move the ball and put up a points at a much easier rate and consistent rate than the Ravens were able to. So I I like the trajectory of both the offense and defense, and I think that Brady and Babbage are the right guys to do that. And yeah, for sure, to your point, it's a a really good sign that McDermott is able to retain those two guys because I would imagine they had a lot of other options. All right, let's dig into Joe Brady, now the full-time offensive coordinator 